morning. I see. Uh, good morning, still. Well, in Prague, in Czech, it's about uh, I think about five, almost to six in the evening. Hallelujah. In a year, I travel through many, many time zones. You know, I'm always here, there. Next month, I'm heading to Asia. Uh, since last year, God began to open me doors in Asia, in Singapore, and Philippines, and South Korea. And this year, next month, I'll be heading to Indo. I'm having a conference in Indonesia, Singapore, Hong Kong. So we're getting to Asia. The gospel is for the whole world. Somebody say hallelujah. Can, do you have the picture for a minute? You got it? You can flash something there while I'm speaking. Well, we have the school and orphanage project in the east of Nigeria in Africa. So we've almost done all of the thing. We are now doing the work in the inside. It's a huge project there, and you'll be helping me for these years. Uh, I don't think we have time to show you all. I hope they can show you a better picture. All right, let's go to the pictures. I think we don't have time for all that. Yeah, this is the, this is the inside. that We're already starting to put this in order in the inside. And uh, all of that. Then we're going to do more, like um, water, connecting the pipes and all that. We are believing God to start as soon as possible. So this is done only with, uh, as the funds come in. That's how it is done. It's going to be school and orphanage. It is never my idea. It is never my plan. Christ revealed this to me. I only operate by revelation. That's how I live. That's how I do my, that's how I got my wife. That's how I got what I'm doing today. That's how I do whatever I do. I never, never walk any other way. That's the only way I know. I was in Slovakia uh, preaching, and we had a, a lunch, a breakfast with some youth leaders. So we are just talking. And they were asking me some things about God and revelation. So I was telling them about the revelation, the dream, the vision. One young man said to me, why does God show you all these things? Why does he show you all these things? I said, because I'm stupid. I'm a zombie. I don't know nothing. If he doesn't show me, I wouldn't know what to do or what to say. He said to me, I might as well, I might as well be stupid too. <laughs> Somebody said, Hallelujah. So I said, I'm, I'm stupid. That's why he has to show me. I don't know nothing. So he has to show me everything. Uh, because if he doesn't show me, I wouldn't know what to do. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you today. We give you honor and glory and praise. Anytime we come in your presence, it's always a wonderful time. And I bow before your throne this morning and ask you to anoint me, Lord, and use me for your glory. Holy Ghost, you know I am nothing without you. You know everyone here this morning. You know where they are, what they are going through. You know what you need them to know and to understand. Now, Father, use me for your glory. And I command every wisdom, every knowledge, every idea, every power to now bow to the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody say, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I have seen, as I was talking to Pastor before, I have seen an amazing, amazing move of God, both in my life and in our church, um, in the ministry. And I believe that the Lord is bringing this church to a new place, in a wonderful place. If you remember there, in the book of uh, Luke, and we're going to begin there, Luke chapter 9 Luke chapter 9, and you see 
chapter 9 and verse 1. And verse 1 said, Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. He called his disciples and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. So the disciples were known by the power of God. And then in the same chapter, chapter 10 of Luke and verse 19, this was after they have already gone out, as they went out and saw God's power, they came back and gave the testimony of what happened when they went out to preach the gospel, to speak to people about Christ. So when they came back, the Lord Jesus said in this in verse, um, in verse uh, 17, said, and the 17 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Verse 18, he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Verse 19, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I give unto you power. Behold. He was saying here, that word behold means pay attention to this. Set your mind on this. Focus your attention on this. Don't look any other way. Don't turn left, don't turn right. Keep your heart, keep your mind focused on this. Behold, set your mind, get this, draw this into your heart. Don't let this slip away. I give unto you power. I give unto you power. The church today, the average Christians today, the average believer today does not know or walk in the power of God. Our biggest need in this hour as a church, as an individual, as believers, our biggest need today is to get back to the power of God. Christianity without the power of God is an empty religion. It has no influence, doesn't change nobody, doesn't change nothing, can't change society, can't stop nothing. We are in a season and time where our lives are being inundated every day with all kinds of strange things, sicknesses, viruses, fears, anxieties, depressions, suicides, psychiatric problems. And today you ask yourself, where is the power of God? Why is a church weak, sick, bound, tired, and ruined by sin? We know the power of bondage. Many young people today are bound in all kinds of drugs and addictions. And, and I mean, pornography is destroying churches, destroying people in the church. 
We come to church, we sing, we dance, we go home and turn on pornography. God wants you and I to know his power. Our God is a God of power. When we look at creation, look at the heavens and the earth, the oceans, the mountains, the rocks, you see a display of divine power and might. Look, at, look around you. You see power. Wisdom and power is openly displayed. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 20 says that his Godhead is openly revealed. Verse 20 says, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. Look at the ground that we stamp on every day. It's held on by the power of God. So when we can see God's power displayed in creation, can you, have you ever seen a, a, I mean a, an eruption of a, of a volcano? Can you imagine how much energy, how much force flows from the heart of the earth? Have you ever seen the hurricane and tornadoes and earthquakes and the, the energy, the force, the power? What man built for 25 years, 100 years, he destroyed in one second. Strange energy and power. We see that energy, the power, the force in creation. We feel it, we see it. Think about nuclear power. Think about nuclear bomb. You see the mighty power of God in creation. God wants us to know his power. When you know the power of God, you fear God. Because fear comes from the power you know and experience. And whatever you fear have influence on your life. In fact, you are drawn to what you fear the most. Where your fear is, that's where you are drawn to. And God, many of the people in the churches today doesn't know the fear of God. We think God is an old man with a long beard, half, sleep, half asleep and half awake. We come to church every Sunday morning and rub a hand on his head and he say, oh daddy, we'll see you next Sunday, okay? He said, mm. no, you need to know the fear of God. The fear of God will set you free from every other fear. Those who know the fear of God, they fear nothing else. They don't fear death. They don't fear devil. They don't fear disease. They don't fear sickness. They don't fear life. They don't fear nobody. The, only the fear of God can set you free from every other fear. And the church today... Most of the people today are ruled by fear. You can be paralyzed by fear. The fear of being lonely, the fear of being alone, or fear, will, will I have what to eat tomorrow? You are drawn to what you fear. So God wants you to know his fear. When you know his fear, then you'll be drawn to him. 
The fear of God is pure. It is clean. The, the power of God is the fear of God. When you know the force of God, you will bow before him and fear him. So we can see his power displayed in creation. But not just in creation. We can come to understand and know the power of God that rose Christ from the dead. You can never live the Christian life by your own strength. You cannot be clean by your own power. You can never obey God's word by your own power. You know, I used to, when I, I was a younger Christian, you know, when I read the Bible, I said to myself, this is not realistic. I said, God, you're telling me to be holy? You're telling me to be pure and clean? You're telling me not to fight or curse or hate? You are up there in heaven. Come down here and see what we see. That's how many of us think. We think the Bible is unrealistic. In fact, many of us no more read the Bible. Many of us think the Bible is not for me. Why? Because you think, how can I do this? How can I not commit adultery? I am single. How can I not watch pornography? I have no wife. Some have and still do it. So somehow we think that God is, his word is unrealistic because you don't see how you can do that. You think it is too hard. It is too hard. How can I be holy in America? How can I be clean in the midst of everybody going mad? So, we seems to think that God's word is unrealistic. Well, if you depend on your own power, if you don't know the power of God, you will think that the Bible is not for you today. Because you see, there's no way you can keep it. It's beyond your own power and energy. Why? Because you know sin. You know the power of sin. You know the power of temptation. When, we are, when you are addicted and bound to some bondage, you know it. You experience it. You know the struggle you have every day to keep your mind sound. So sin and sickness and fear and anxiety and addiction have shown to you its power. You know the power of fear. And loneliness and hopelessness and depression that you believe that nothing on earth can ever set you free. You can't imagine yourself being free because you know that the bondage is deep. Why? Because you know the power of that disease or problem or fear or sickness or situation. So that situation has convinced you by you knowing that problem. And you are fully persuaded that this is it for me, for my life. You can see the power of addiction of drugs. The violence, the crime. And so, we basically succumb to. And become helpless to. Because you know that this is too strong. There's no way I can be out of this. This is it for me, for life. Once a junkie, always a junkie. 
But I want you to know today, there is power. There is power. You have seen nothing yet. You think you know God. You think this is all about Christianity. You think, well, I have Bible, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian. Well, well, I have tried everything, but I'm still in this trouble. You are yet to know power. Raw power. Divine dunamis. You can breathe in divine dynamis. You can experience divine electricity. Run through your soul. Run through your mind. Run through your bone and marrow. You can experience the power of God which is not created. Which has no beginning. It has no end. The present day Christianity has not revealed to the people the power of God. We have known so much with our head. We know much and we have no power to do it. We know what is right. We know what we ought to do. But we don't have the power to do it. I want to be holy, but how? I want to be clean, but how? I want to be free, but how? When you look around you, there's no personal place or whatever. How can that be? Like Mary. When the angel came to her and said, Hey, Mary, you're going to have a child that will be the king of kings and the lord of lords. You're going to conceive in your womb and bring forth a son who will be called Emmanuel, God with us. Mary said to the angel, This sounds too good to be true. I am a virgin and I know not a man. How can this be? How can I be able to have a child and not just an ordinary child? How how can this be? The angel said to Mary, fear not. Fear not. The power from on high. The power of the almighty God shall come upon you and clothe you And take full possession of you. And become a driving force in your being. Divine dunamis. The power from on high. The uncreated power. The power of all power shall come upon you. And wrap you up in the blanket of glory and majesty. You will know. You will test. You will experience. The force, the energy, the power of the Almighty God. And that child shall be called the Son of God. If you and I today are to be able to conceive and incubate and bring forth the life of God, his righteousness, his joy, his victory. There is no other way that can be done. There's no other way. There's some power, there's some force, there's some divine 
energy and possession that came upon Mary and Christ was conceived in her womb, you must know the same power. There's no way any of us can be able to produce the life of God any other way. And so he said, the power from on high shall come upon thee and shall cover thee. God wants you, every one of us, to have a raw encounter with his power. It is not for the preacher. Not for the missionary. Not for some special few you see on television. It is for you. It is for you. And you better open up your heart and let and receive this power before you lose your mind. Before you lose your life. We are in a crisis period in the human history. All over the world, human institutions are crumbling down. Families, societies, marriages, relationships, there's violence and crime. There's epidemic of all kinds. Drug addiction, violence, suicide, mental diseases. There's unimaginable evil going on on earth today. And you and I, as God's children, we must come to a place where we cry to God, my God, either I know your power or you kill me. Either I know your power or you take me to heaven. I want to get to a place where I can get your appetite. Because somehow we have settled for what we already know. God sent his son to earth not to bring religion, not even to bring forth Christianity. He sent him to bring to man, to make available to man, to make it close to man, the source, the epicenter of divine ability. When Christ was here on earth, he was the epicenter of power. And all you need to do was to draw near to him and touch him. All you need to do, just put, plug your batteries and get charged. Nobody ever touched him and went the same way. He was the epicenter of power. The almighty God wants to turn your life around. He wants his power to define your life. He wants his ability to walk in your soul, walk in your mind, walk in your bone, and transform the way you live. Christianity is power of God at work. It's divine ability walking in you and in me. The early Christian knew. They knew the power of God. They walked in it. They tested in it. They went through every persecution, every trials. 
they, I mean, they, 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 Rome didn't know what or why these people could survive anything. The more you kill them, the more stronger they become. The more you persecute them, the more they multiply. They didn't know where and what, what is driving these people. Rome was afraid of the church because they knew that the church, nothing could stop the church because the church was driven. Say with me, driven. Say with me, compelled. Driven and compelled by the power of God. God wants your life to be driven. He wants you to be charged as you would plug your phone to the the electricity and charge your phone. God wants you to be daily plugged in to his power. Daily, continuously to his power. That's why the Lord Jesus said, you shall receive power. He told them, don't go preaching. Don't go doing anything. Stay in Jerusalem. Till you receive power from on high. Now, many people think if I am talking in tongues, I have the power of God. You can talk in tongues and talk yourself down. Talking in tongues means you have the generator inside, but you have to learn to steer up that power. God wants you to have an encounter with his power. When you know his power, you fear him. You'll be drawn to what you fear. Many know the fear and the problems and the demons and the scare of the witches and the wizards. You know it. You fear it because you know what it can do. You know sickness and disease and cancer and tumor. And you're scared. You fear. Because you know what that can happen to you. The moment they tell you you have this disease, oh, you sink. Because you know it is the, the all-powerful disease. That kills everybody. And Paul cried and prayed. That I might know him. And the power. Of his resurrection. Say with me that I might know him. And the power. Of his resurrection. Say with me Lord I want to know. I want to experience. I want to live by. I want to be driven. And empowered. And and charged. Day and night, by the power that rose you from the dead. Why are we weak, tired, depressed, confused, and scared about everything? Chapter 1 of Ephesians. And Paul writing here in the, to the church of Ephesus. And it says in verse 15, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now say with me, give unto me the spirit, the unction of revelation in the knowledge of of God. You see, this kind of power that I'm talking about, it comes by revelation. You don't know it by your head. Many of us know only one thing by revelation. 
or two. Most of us, what we know by revelation is uh, being born again. The Lord said to Peter, flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my father, which is in heaven. When he asked them, whom do you say that I am? Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Christ said to him, you flesh and blood have not revealed this unto you, but my father, which is what? In heaven. And he said, I say unto you, Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. What rock? The rock of revelation. Upon this rock, I will build my church. So many of us have received the revelation of what it means to be born again. It was not just by preachers screaming or church doctrine or somebody shaking you or trying to make you believe. Somehow, that knowledge dropped in your spirit. And you know that you know that you know that you know that you are born again. You know that you know that you know that you know that you are a child of God. You know it, you know it, and nobody can talk you out of it. Why? Because you didn't know it from the head. It was revealed to you by the Spirit. Now, that is where many of us stop. The rest things we learn, we learn them from the head because real power comes by what you know in the spirit what is revealed to you is what belongs to you when the power of God is revealed to you in your inner man you become a possessor of the power why? Because it's not, it didn't learn it from your head. It has dropped down into your spirit, man. You know it now, just as you know that you are born again. So it's no more just a letter you crammed in your brain. It's no more just a church doctrine. It is something that has gone from the head to your spirit, man. And now the power of God is revealed to you in your inner man. So it's no more just something you read in the Bible and just believe it. Yes, you can believe it and think it and think it over and over until it drops down into your spirit. If it's here, it has no power. That will only help you to argue. You can know all the right things but have the wrong life. You can know all these things and still have no power. Why? Because power comes by revelation. It has to become a part of your inner consciousness. Where it becomes something that you didn't learn from man or taught it by man, neither by doctrines of, of church, but it has become a force in your inner man. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. So you know it, just the same way you know that Jesus Christ is Lord. The same way you know that you are born again, it is no more a head thing. It becomes a spiritual force in your inner man. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. 
So everything you have learned by revelation remains with you. No devil, no demon, no experience, no temptation, no trial, no argument can take it out of you. Why? Because it is revealed to you. Every secret thing belongs to God. What is revealed belongs to us. Why are we always learning and learning and learning? And the more we know, the less power we have. And much of what we know doesn't change our life. Why? Because we've not come to a place of revelation. In our, when, when people give their life to Jesus, we must, con- that's what I normally do, keep on praying for them. In the, in the, in the book of Galatians, Paul wrote to the church in Galatia. He said, who has bewitched you? You began in the spirit. Now, you want to grow in the flesh. This is where the church is entrapped. We know everything in the Bible, but it has no power. Why? It is just in the head. It has never dropped down to our spirit, so it has no power to change us. It is only by revelation. Christ said, Upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Today, the gates of hell, which is the power of hell, is prevailing against many churches and Christians and pastors. Why? Because much of what we learned is by theology, Bible school, and I'm not saying it is wrong. But much of that is never by revelation. When I listened to Papa Hagen those years and his books, I would take three days of fasting and prayer and read the book on my knees. Take the book, go somewhere, lock the door, and study for three days and read it on my knees. I will read it over and over and over and over and over till it sinks in my spirit and become a driving force in my life. Today, we have taken the Christian life very cheap and very simple. The most, we, 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 take, we think it is something you do, you know, as a hobby, when you have a time, when you, when you have nothing else to do, you know, when you know, just go around there quickly. It's a drive-through, you know, we just drive through. Uh, quick, 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 please, let me go. The devil have a feed day in your life. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ may give unto you the heart a heart that is passionate, eager, desirous, hungry, thirsty, to know, to understand, till it sinks in. You search it, you think it, you say, Lord, I want to know this by experience. The, the knowing here is knowing by experiencing. It's like you charging the battery. It's like you laying hold on electricity and it, 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 it shocks you. you say, oh, now I know. Now I know. Now I know. Oh, oh you put your hand on, on the stove. Oh, oh, now I know. Now I know. It's not by just saying, oh, this is hot. Oh, it's hot. Okay. God has power. Okay, he has power. But you don't know it. God wants to give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your heart being illumined. You are a spirit. God is a spirit. In the first service we're talking about here, being able to draw from the well of salvation. You can see the well. 
You can see the water inside. But you are thirsty. You can't have it. Why? Because you have nothing to draw with. Chapter 4 of John, the woman of the Samaria said to Jesus, oh, oh, the, the well is deep and you have nothing to draw with. You can see the water is there. You are thirsty. You are even by the well. We come to church every Sunday. This is a well. And we can see the water. But we have nothing to draw it. Because the power of God can only be drawn by the spirit of wisdom and revelation. When it is revealed to your heart, it becomes yours. You go from head knowledge to a heart knowledge. That even in the dream, even in the dream, even if an angel appear to you and tell you anything else, you will say, no, I know that I know that I know that the power of God is for me today. Devil fears one thing. He fears revelation knowledge. He doesn't care about what you know in your head. He knows he can always play with that and manipulate it. But he knows when he drops down to your spirit man, he becomes a driving force in your life. Somebody say hallelujah. So what do you really know? When you look at your life, the way you live, the way you talk, you can really know what you know. Because what you know affects everything about you. Suppose you used to be a pauper. You had no money. Suddenly you have a, a, somebody give you a million dollars or two million dollars. The moment you are conscious that you know you have a million dollars in your account. Huh, it changes the way you think. It changes the way you look at life. It changes the way you walk in the shop. Before you walk like this, put your hand in your pocket because you're afraid of touching anything. You just walk. But now you can, you can look. Why? Because I can, I can buy that. I can get that. I have so I know what I have. I know what I have in the account. I can I can draw. I have access to a million dollars. I have access to ten million dollars. I can buy anything I want to buy. Because you are aware of what is available to you. The same way is the power of God. When you and I have a revelation understanding an inner insight to the mystery of the power of God and you are connected to it and you know what is available to you. When cancer knocks in your door, you laugh. When tumor comes, you laugh. When devils come, you laugh. When fear comes, you laugh. Because you know, I have access to something that can take care of this. Somebody say hallelujah. If you have $10 million in your account, you don't fear what comes in the mailboxes. You don't tell your child, hey, go and tell that woman I'm owing $50 that I am not at home. Tell her I'm not at home. And the child runs to the street and says, mom says I should tell you that she's not at home. <laughs> she's hiding under the bed and telling me to tell you she's not at home. Huh? Okay, she's under the bed, yeah, he's under the bed and says I should tell you she's not at home. That's what you got. You are, because you know, I can't afford it. I don't have it. I'm afraid. I don't have it. I'm afraid. The early church knew the power that they could draw from. 
they had a revelation of divine dynamics. Each one of us must come to a place where we have this. Verse 18 says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense. Verse 19 says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us world who believe. To the measure of the working of his mighty power, which he wrote in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every that is named, not only in this world, but also which is to come. So the, the Bible says that you and I might come to the realization that this revelation of the power that is available for you and I 24 7. We might know the extent, the greatness, the immeasurable power, the immeasurable divine ability which is stronger than the power of a hurricane or tornado or earthquake or any other power you can ever see or imagine, or even more than the, than the electric power, nuclear power, or any other force. That this might run in your soul, become a part of your consciousness. I am going to keep on preaching this till the church catch it. We have settled down so much to human knowledge, to head knowledge. We are in prison by what we know. We know so much, but have no power to do it. And God in this end time wants you and I to know by experience the immeasurable greatness of his power, which is available to every child of God every day of their life. So that when life throws a challenge to you, when fear knocks on the door, you can know I have power to draw from. When there's a temptation, you are battling with pornography, with fear, with anxiety, with depression, or any other thing, you can remind yourself, I know what I have. I know. I can plug myself. I can charge my life. I can connect myself to divine dynamics. You can fall on your knees in the morning. And wake up in the wake up fall on your knees in the night. Wake up in the morning, a different person. If we don't learn to walk in this power, your own very flesh will beat your brains to pieces. We cannot be free from the addictions of nicotine, pornography, some anger, some just, just mere anger. And many of us are just being frustrated with life. You, are just, you have a lot of deep frustration in your life because you see nothing is happening, nothing is changing. I'm the same. I'm just going around and around in the same cycle. Christianity can become a very frustrating thing. You don't want to hear any more preaching and teaching because you have no power to do it. Why, why go again and hear again and come back again cursing? Why go again and come back again and come again depressed after all the singing, after all the, then I, I'm still the old rotten me. So, what is the need? 
Let's stay home and watch online once in a year. Because with all that we hear, nothing changes. You can make your own appointment with power. Somebody say hallelujah. The woman of the issue of blood said, I know. If I get to him, the epicenter of power, if I can plug myself to him, I know. I know. I hope you're okay. I know. I know. That is why you must be born again. Because in that time, Christ was here physically. You can physically touch him. Today, you touch him with your heart by faith. You must be born again. You must be a new creation. Devil knows that sin will, will secure you out of the power. Devil knows that sin will block the flow of the power of God. If you know the price you pay because of sin, you will not sin. Because the purpose of sin is to disconnect you from power. And the devil knows as long as you don't know the power of God, he got you. And sin is more tormenting when you know the truth. Today, Christ is offering you and I and calling us. The Holy Ghost is calling the church return to the power and be willing to pay any price to plug yourself to it night and day. You hate those mistakes. You hate those sins. You hate when the flesh puts you to shame again. You hate it when you can't say no. It frustrates because you know the truth. It pains because you love God. You can love God as all you can, but have no power to do it. The Holy Ghost was sent here on earth to connect you and I to divine ability. Somebody say hallelujah. You are born again. You are a new creation. And God wants you to learn how to connect, how to plug your life to the power of the almighty God. The Holy Ghost comes to help you and I plug in, connect to, and be charged and be driven. Your mind will be willing in the day of your power. Your flesh will obey in the day of your power. Somebody say hallelujah. You will walk free in the day of your power. When people came to Christ, they didn't come for much talking. They came for the power. When they came to the church in the book of Acts, they didn't come for much talking. They came for the power. What drew people there was the power of God. Not the music. They didn't have drums and all that. They didn't have time for that. They were drawn by the power. They were coming for the power. God want the church again to be defined by the power of God. Somebody say hallelujah. He want the church to be filled and driven. Every child of God. One more time again. Baptized in the power of the almighty God. The ability of God revealed in your heart. And you know it when you know your name. And you can tell the devil, the wimpy person you used to know is dead. 
God shook Egypt by power. Brought Israel out by power. Opened the Red Sea by power. Promised land by power. God told Pharaoh, for this purpose I raised you up, that I might show in you my power. Do you know why God called him? Not as soon as he can go to heaven. That's settled. He wants to show in you his ability. That's why he take the weak and the sick and the tired and the confused and the depressed and the poor because he wants to show in you his might. He wants to release in you his might. And today, let the glory of God come upon you. The Almighty God, his majesty and power come upon your life and God begin to release in you his might. And by his mighty arm, he bring you out of the pit of destruction. In the name of Jesus, can we stand clean? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you say with me, Lord God, here I am. Reveal in me your mighty power. I want to know the power that rose Christ from the dead. I want to know it. I want to walk in it. I am thirsty for your power. Oh God, transform my life the way I live by your mighty power. Come on, begin to praise him right now. Begin to praise him right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Baba Yele Kosuri Mahaya. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You have known the power of sin. Now, God wants you to know the power of righteousness. You, sin has convinced you of his power and ability. You've known the power of Satan. Now, God wants you to know his power. Somebody say hallelujah. You've known the power of cancer. Now Jehovah, the Almighty, wants to reveal to you his ability. God wants you to know that you know nothing yet. You've seen nothing yet. Lift your head to the Father. Say, Father, I surrender to you. I ask you, have mercy on me. Forgive my sins. I want to draw with joy from the well of the ocean of your power. My Father, here I am. Reveal your power in my life and through my life. You are my Lord. You are my God. Be glorified in my life. Say with me right now. I shake off. I shake off every bondage. I shake off every lie. I shake off every power of Satan. In the name of Jesus. La babaya los. Rende le bojo Satan. Le barababamandoros. Le basokoria mandahai. Le zandremos. Balegos yataramahai. Breremos. And Jesus said, All power in heaven and on earth is in my hand. We are in the last days. The only language the devil understands is the language of power. 
Listen. God sent me here with a transforming power. You will never be the same again. The breath of divine energy has entered into your life. Magamosatos, the breath of the Almighty. You sense a force, a driving force, the energy of Jehovah moving you forward. The spell of the past is broken. Today, if you are here and you are bound in any kind of addiction, eyes closed, head bowed, I'm going to pray for just one minute. Stand right where you are. I'll be laying hands here tonight. But if you are bound in any kind of addiction, eyes closed, hands bowed, lift up your hand. I'm going to pray for you now. And if you've been chased around by some kind of fear, some strange fear in your life, you've been scared, you've been frightened, you don't even know why. It seems as if something is chasing you around. Eyes closed, hands bowed, lift up your hand right now. Tonight, I'll be laying hands on all, everybody here tonight. And I want to pray for you right now. Say, Pastor, pray for me. I have sensed fear and nightmare. And I've been scared of dying in accident. When I'm sleeping in the night, I see dead people coming to me. I lift my hand to the throne of God. Father, I thank you. And I bless you, Father. And I give you honor and glory. And I worship you, Father. And right now, Father, for everyone with their hands lifted, I call down upon them now the power of God to come down on them now in Jesus' name. I command that power, that force of the enemy now be broken in their lives. In the name of Jesus. And those watching online receive the power of God in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name. Amen.